you're going to fall flat on your face. You're going to make mistakes and put yourself on the line, but you need to because without those struggles, there is no progress. We are living this one life and you have to give it everything you got and a little bit more. That's what it's like to be passionate. Welcome to the Live Passionately podcast. So I'm going to be perfectly honest with you because I base my brand off authenticity and everything I do in life off being authentic. This is the second time that I've recorded this episode. Two days ago, I recorded the episode, I edited the episode, I put the episode up on the platform, I scheduled it for August 26th, and I said, there, boom, it's done. And then I learned something new, maybe 24 hours later. And within those 24 hours, I disagreed with almost everything I said in the episode that I recorded the day before because I learned something new and I got a shift in perspective and a change in perspective and I understood something a little bit differently and now I could have kept it. I could have kept it because maybe I have one listener that listened to that podcast episode or will listen to this podcast episode and I could have kept it and it wouldn't have been a big deal. But in my own personal ethics and my own personal morals, I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep the, that podcast episode scheduled when even within 24 hours, I went through this unlearning and learning process that made me disagree with what I had said and made me look at it and self-reflect in a different way. So I rewrote the episode. And before I go into what we're going to be talking about in the episode, I will tell you what my mistake was. And there was a lot of reflection and there was a really big thought process involved. Um, But in the episode, I talked about how unlearning is a part of self-growth. That's what I had said. And although that can be true for internal toxic behaviors, new information has me realizing that that is not true for external toxic behaviors. Behaviors that affect other people. Because unlearning external toxic behaviors doesn't end when we feel better. It ends when something unjust becomes just again. And I didn't see it that way. Not that I didn't see it that way, but I I didn't, this was a a perspective that I I hadn't really thought about, um, especially because in the podcast, I more talked a lot about internal toxic behaviors, but because unlearning is so widespread, I didn't agree with the fact that I didn't bring external toxic behaviors up in this way and I still kind of clumped them all together and said, oh, well, unlearning is a part of self-growth or self-improvement and and that's not entirely true and I see that and so although unlearning is defined as, you know, discarding something from one's memory or behavior, there's also this new learning process involved too, which is why... Before I go into the content of this episode and go into what this episode is about and and start talking a little bit more of the actual content, I wanted to be authentic and I wanted to share this personal unlearning and learning experience and process that I went through. And it was only 24 hours. It was in the 24-hour period that I learned new information, thought about it, reflected on it, processed it, and said, I can't. Now that I know this new information, I ethically cannot put that podcast episode up, even if only one person listened to it. I can't put it up because 
that is now not the perspective that I have. And that's now not the mindset that I have. And this learning process was something that I saw on social media and I kind of looked into it a bit more. So I do thank the person that posted it um, on their wall. It was just on their wall. It was one of my friends on Facebook. It was just on their wall and I and I read it and I was like, oh boy. I was like, oh, I, I didn't take that perspective into consideration. And then I did some more research and I I really had a shift in mindset and I really had a shift in perspective and that's what I wanted to show you. That's what I wanted to talk about even if it was the first five minutes of this episode. I wanted to show you that in life there are these moments where you could have thought something one way even 24 hours before and then after that 24 hours learn something new and change perspectives and thought something different and that's okay and and that's part of the whole process and and that's part of what making change is all about so I really wanted to talk about that before just deleting the episode and not even not even talking about why I deleted it so this episode today is going to be talking about being wild or what it's like to be wild and what does it mean to be wild So what's really funny about the term be wild is a lot of the time we kind of, well, we kind of think of it in this rebellious way, right? We kind of think of it as when you're a wild person, you're a rebel. But it's kind of redefining, well, what does rebel mean? Do we mean the stereotypical rebel that we see on TV Or the rebel that kind of goes against the tide. I look at being wild as the person who goes against the tide. The person who kind of goes against what society enforces. And we don't realize it, but society enforces a lot of behaviors. Society enforces what is right and wrong, even if sometimes that's not entirely true what they're enforcing and society enforces what we should look like and society enforces how we should act and what career we should go in and what life we should have and and society controls a lot of our choices. And so being wild and being a rebel for me means going against some of what society is enforcing. A really good example of that is gossip. Gossip Again, we'll, we'll link back to what I talked about previously, but gossip is a really toxic behavior. I engaged in gossip a lot uh, over the past few years, and it was only recently that I noticed that it wasn't really making me feel good about myself because it was this act of comparing. And when we compare, that's a toxic behavior. And so I wasn't feeling great. I didn't have this good vibe when it came to gossip, but society, especially through social media, really says that gossip is something that we're supposed to do, that it's normal to do. But when we kind of separate what society says and we look at it from the outside, talking shit about somebody shouldn't be considered normal. Talking shit about somebody shouldn't be considered something that we just do. And it's okay because it's not really okay. And so when we look at it that way, it kind of makes this 
mindset shift or this perspective shift. And sometimes we go against the tide. So eventually I realized this and I stopped kind of engaging in gossip. And I stopped putting it up there and being the person that someone asked, you know, like, what's going on in this person's life? I don't know. I don't care. People get to choose whatever they want to do in life and that's none of my business. And that 100% goes against the tide of what society enforces because society makes us feel like gossip is normal. And that's just a small example. There are so many other examples. What career path you chose, you might decide to change career paths altogether. You might decide to never get married. You might decide to never have children. And all these things, although we don't really look at them as rebellious, in the society that we are living in are 100% rebellious. They're 100% being wild and being yourself and being authentic to you. Because if you did these things because that's what everyone else was doing, will you be happy? No. If you don't want to get married, but everyone is telling you that you have to, so you do, is that going to make you more happy? No. Because that means you're putting everybody else and everybody else's opinions before your emotional well-being and that's not okay. So it's a good thing to go wild or be wild because all it means in this particular instance, all it means is being yourself and being authentic to you because that's the first step in being authentic to everybody else is being real with yourself and understanding yourself at a level that might be scary. I think that's one of the biggest fears that a lot of people have is looking in the hypothetical mirror and seeing themselves for who they are. But you have to do that. You have to do that in order to make progress. You have to do that in order to reflect. Like this is something that you have to do. And sometimes that person that you see is this amazing human being that you've been hiding from the world. So yeah, going wild or being wild and being that authentic self is a good thing. It's an amazing thing. And it's something that we have to start doing a little bit more often, going against that tide. We have, that's something that we have to start doing a little bit more often than we do as a, as a community and as individuals. But yet there's part of us that is afraid. And I wrote in my outline, because I outline all my podcasts, and I wrote in my outline, why are we afraid of going wild? And when I wrote it, I was like, oh, well, I'll just, by the time I get there, I'll, I'll come up with something. But then I kind of stopped myself and I said, no, I really want to have three clear points for my audience as to why people are so scared of being their authentic selves. And so I have these three points written down and I'll just read them to you. So the first point is people want to blend in instead of stand out. But the thing that we have to remember is that enough if enough people are going against the tide, you're not going to stand out. And if enough people are going against the tide with you, that's an empowerment movement. That's so beautiful and so fantastic and something that you do want to be a part of. The second point is failing or screwing up. And I've already kind of discussed failing in the podcast series, I think it was the second episode, about how failure is actually growth. 
So failing at something or screwing up or making mistakes, this is something you have to do in order to progress in life. Because if we are so afraid of failure that we just stop, we have now set a limitation. Fear has now set a limitation for you. And we don't want fear to be setting up our boundaries. That shouldn't be the case. And the third point is being afraid of losing people if we show them who we really are. And I, I do understand that point. That point is brought up frequently. Well, I'm scared that so-and-so won't like me anymore. Well, then so-and-so doesn't deserve to be in your life. The people who love you and care about you will always appreciate your authentic self, no matter what. Because if they loved you when you were pretending to be someone else, then they love that other version. They love that other persona. They don't love you for you. And so if we are afraid of losing people, the people that we do lose are the people that, well, they never really had our back in the first place. And that's a really important component to remember. The other day, I posted something on my Instagram page about why we need to reintroduce ourselves. And this, on my Instagram, funny enough, was not scary for me to post. But then I decided, you know, you know what, I'm going to post it on my Facebook page. The following I have on my Instagram and the following I have on my Facebook page are very different. And I'm talking about my personal, my personal pages. So not my T-Gal business page, but my personal pages. And so on my profile on Facebook, I decided, nope, I'm going to, I'm going to put that post and I'm going to read the post to you. The whole thing right now. I wrote, why do we need to reintroduce ourselves? Sometimes as we age, grow, learn, and engage in self-development, improvement, and growth, we also change ourselves a little bit. Sometimes we hide away the qualities we think are flawed instead of showing the world who we truly are. Sometimes we only learn who we really are later on in life and the people we care about and who care about us don't know us anymore. Are you not what people assumed? Good. Are you not what people expected? Good. As individuals in a community, we need to stop adhering to society's expectations and we need to start listening to ourselves and loving the person we are in the present and the person we are becoming. Let me reintroduce myself today. My name is Abigail. I talk way too much, but I have learned to love that about myself. I am all about turning one day into day one. I am not only a writer, but a published author and a small online business owner. I learned that I have been hiding behind a blanket labeled normal when I am anything but. I'm weird and that's fun. I speak up. I delete toxic people out of my life easily because I know that I can't put other people before my emotional well-being. That's not selfish, that's survival. I am passionate about everything and get excited about silly things. And most importantly, I am not the person that you knew a year ago. I have changed and I am finally happy. Take the opportunity today to reintroduce yourself, whether it be in a private journal or out loud. We change, we grow, we learn and that's okay. So like I said before, on my Instagram page, this wasn't really a big deal for me to post because the people I have on my Instagram are different than who I have on my Facebook. My Facebook page is more the grandparents, the great aunts, the 
some like some of the people are the same as on Instagram, but it kind of extends a little bit farther. So it's people that actually really needed to see this and really needed to read it. But I did have that moment of fear because these people were my family. And what if they didn't accept me? And then I kind of took a step back. And I said to myself the same thing that I said to you. If people in my life liked the person I was before, then they didn't like the real me. And I don't need those types of people in my life. And that gave me the courage to press that post on Facebook the other day. And this kind of goes to show you that each person's wild is going to be different. And even within a person, something wild for one part of their life might not be wild for another. And this post that I read you kind of goes with that. This wasn't something wild for me to post on Instagram. The people that I have on Instagram, they're going to be super supportive. They're going to like it. They're going to comment. Woohoo! I-, I wasn't worried. I wasn't nervous. But when I posted it on Facebook, it was a bit more wild. It was a bit more wild to post on Facebook because of the community that I have on Facebook is very different than the community that I have on Instagram. And so even for me, being wild in that moment on social media differed between the social media platforms. And it was still going against the tide. And it's still kind of being a rebel in my own life and and making the rebel, making myself the rebel I want to be. But it is different. And each person's wild is going to be different. But being wild is all about being authentic. And being wild is all about being yourself. Because like I said, when we hide behind this blanket label normal, we are not going to feel happy. We're not going to be happy. We are only going to be happy when we accept ourselves for the authentic weirdo that we might be. And that's lovely and that's beautiful. And that's a fantastic step towards growth. So I hope you learned a lot from this podcast. I hope you learned even from the mistake that I made two days ago and the new learning process that I went through. Like I said, I wanted to bring that up at the beginning. And I hope that you learned a lot about what it means to be wild and what it means to be your authentic self and what that has to do with self-improvement and self-growth and loving you for you. So remember to always live passionately and I'll see you next time.